jump on and with politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. The Brad and Brit cast is officially underway. We have a program note. We have a program note. Do we? Uh, there will be a third box tomorrow. A oh, third box for those yeah. of you who are actually watching us, not just listening. Third box means another person. It'll be uh, our good friend, Andrew Broad, great economist, great writer, funny guy, and a person who has uh, painted himself into a hilarious corner that he's going to have to talk his way out of tomorrow on his uh, Facebook page yesterday. Uh-oh. He, he loves to do stuff like this. He goes, my five-year-old asked me, Daddy, when did you start wiping yourself? <laughs> and he's trying to count up the years. I saw that. He's like, the number it's of great. years. I love them. it. I love it. It's so funny. It's so great. That's funny. It's so excellent. All right. So anyway, uh, Andy Broad tomorrow. So um, I was so sure. I was so sure that Mitt Romney had made that turn, and he really did want his obituary, his yeah. epitaph, yeah. his his reputation to follow him into Wikipedia forever, saying he's the guy that not only drew the line in blindly supporting Donald Trump and voted not to acquit him during the impeachment trial in the Senate, but he also stood firm for the Constitution at least as far as the tradition that was established four years ago by his party mm-hmm. in not uh, uh, even speaking to Merrick Garland, let alone holding a vote for him right. in the final year of it Barack was, Obama's It was president. fake then, and it's fake now. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but, so for, him, for him to, to completely cave, not only did he cave, oh. not only did he cave in, but he lied. Yeah. He just flat out lied where he said, oh, they're they're trying this this bullshit about well in the final year of a presidency if it's the opposite party that uh, runs the Senate they never ever vote on a nominee and you know how far back you have to go do you know how far back you have to go for that to not be true how nineteen eighty eight. 32 and years ago, Britt Whitmire was a who, senior in high school. Right. And uh, uh, Ronald Reagan was the president. He nominated Anthony Kennedy yeah. in, in late 1987. Right. Uh, because Robert Bork got had borked. Been borked yep. And Douglas Ginsburg was a pothead. Okay. <laughs> We just That's, couldn't have a we couldn't have a pot smoking. Uh, how silly does uh, that seem? Yeah. No, a pot smoker you can't have, but an alcoholic who somehow lays on top of girls while they scream—that's okay. You know, it's, it's very odd that the lines that are drawn on Supreme Court justices, right? Uh, are you talking about the shameful treatment of a great man, yeah. Brett Kavanaugh? That's right. Yes, how of dare course. You? Yes. Anyway, was- <laughs> so 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 uh, uh, Reagan nominates him. Late in 87, 88 is the election year, and they uh, voted him in. I think it was like unanimous vote. Nobody voted yeah. against him. Like there was 90s, not much controversy on Kennedy. 97 or nothing because yeah. he was the definition of a guy in the hearings who you could tell was really, really fair and could see all sides of an issue and then make a decision. I believe he's the last of his breed. And, of course, yeah. he got replaced 
by Brett Kavanaugh. He did. Uh, a couple of years ago. Of course, he was vilified by the right for, what, three decades plus, I suppose, right? Well, no, they, <laughs> For they being liked, a traitor. No, no, they liked him when they liked him, and they hated him when they hated him. <laughs> exactly. and, and that's actually the definition of a good umpire. I would say yeah. that's true, yeah. I'd say uh, he uh, called he uh, called uh, balls uh, and strikes. But for, for, for Mitt Romney to, at, at this hour, uh, say what he is saying is so pathetic isn't it's, it sad it's it is it's really really sad isn't it because, sad because he had he had everything to gain he did in terms of his reputation and i know he doesn't care what you think or what i think or what any nobody cares what anybody thinks anymore i guess the only right? republican is, 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 is that what makes great people now people <laughs> who don't give a fuck about what anybody ever thinks about well, anything because nobody look. knows nothing except me i'm the only one that knows anything. he's the only republican <laughs> senator to vote for one of the articles of impeachment which which right. of course made donald trump whip him right. end- endlessly right. so now if there was any question i know the people that are watching and listening right now they know if there's any question that this is about anything other than women's ovaries you just got your answer. Mitt Romney, as a Mormon, wants to lock them up, lock them up. So that that's what this is all about. That's what it's always been about. It's very sad when Susan Collins is your profile in freaking courage. She's the one with a backbone on this thing. And you're the guy that wimps out, Mitt. So it makes me absolutely 100 percent glad that I did not vote for you in 2012 when you were up for election as the Republican nominee. And you are who we thought you were. At long last, you, you did the right thing during impeachment. You did the right thing for the country. And now you're just going along with the crowd right now. So, yeah, this is massively disappointing for Mitt Romney. But th- this is the core question. How can you think that the president is unfit to be president, that he is, yeah. just as Bob Woodward said, unfit and not the man for the job, and you actually – showed it when you had the opportunity by voting for that article of impeachment. How can you think that he's not fit for so many of the reasons that were listed that you believed that they merited that vote back then, but you believe that he is qualified to make a judgment now on who should be on the Supreme Court for the next 35 or 40 years Although I believe, again, there's not one thing that ever comes up that we haven't talked about in the past. And I've, I've said if, if Donald Trump could nominate a fetus who would then be born and be able to be on the Supreme Court for 75 or 80 years, sure. he'd do it. He's looking for the youngest. He's looking for the youngest fresh meat, as we like to use to say in the fraternity, uh, to, to be up there. And. Um, how, so he's he's not qualified to be president. He should be kicked out of office, but you'll go along with his Supreme Court nominations, which are, right. they're not really his. We'll just mm. pretend for the sake of the argument that he's deciding who it should be, we'll that, he's got, that, that he is weighing all of the the uh, the circumstances and the qualifications and uh, the, the the merits of of uh, the the uh, the Catholic girl from. Indiana versus the Cuban chick from Florida. I mean, that, basically, that's what it's down to, right? It's that's it. And, it, and it's going to be Saturday. They have announced they do not know exactly yeah. when on Saturday. I guess it means it's when he, get, ever, he gets off the golf course that they're going to make right. the actual announcement. Right. He sent that now, tweet out saying it's going to be on Saturday. I want the record to show <laughs> that this is a Congress, a Senate led by a person who just has been unable to get it together to help 
tens of millions of real living Americans, not potential Americans, real living Americans with their finances right now to be able to keep them in their homes, to enable them to keep paying their bills, to enable businesses not to collapse, for us to not be down to a restaurant scene in America just made up of Olive Garden, McDonald's, and other gigantic chains because every independent restaurant is on the verge of collapse right now and going out of business if they haven't closed their doors already. They cannot get their act together quickly enough to do that. They can't cut a deal on that. And uh, the Democrats already three months ago laid out what they thought was a reasonable uh, group of ideas. And uh, the Republicans are downselling it and now lying about the uh, path of the coronavirus and by throwing in the whole Supreme Court. Th- well, we can't we can't talk about saving the United States of America. We've got a Supreme Court justice. We've got to squeeze through. Right. Yeah, that's just so damn important. You want to talk about misplaced priorities. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I'm happy to have been joined in my view of this, that this is going to backfire. This is not going to work. This is not going to drive people to come out of the bushes in rural America to vote for Donald Trump, who sat home in 2016 or have been on the fence and been bored and will be excited by this. I've been joined by Judge Napolitano. Oh, wow. He's on your side. Absolutely. He he says it's going to be a backfire. This is a bridge too far. You don't do this. Uh, now, on the other hand, he is a, a, a fairly strict constitutionalist. Uh, wait a minute. But I thought that oh, I'm, I'm confused. Oh, he's a real strict constitutionalist on things like this. Not a, a situational strict constitutionalist like these frauds like uh, Lindsey Graham and, and Ted Cruz and everybody else who you've seen now in their statements from four years ago and sometimes from two years ago and sometimes from four months ago saying that if there was a nomination in the uh, the, the final year or if there was an opening, I should say, that there should not be a vote on it until the next president is elected. We don't have to run through the entire list because I think that's, a, that, that's, I think, that's, that's every Republican. Isn't but that's it? a key element of it is Merrick Garland couldn't even get a vote. They wouldn't even bring it up for a hearing and a vote. So that's all that was being asked. No, they wouldn't even, even if they talk were, to him. They would not. They, they would even, not speak to him. They would even if he did him. not have the votes to be the next. They they would have at least been on the record with an, as they call it, an up or down vote against Merrick Garland. So that yeah. that's the point of it is just to even give the man some sort of hearing so that you could actually decide whether you were going to go on record as being you know for or against him. Well, that's the Mitt Romney wiggle. He's not committing a hundred percent to saying he would automatically vote. He wants mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah. Whether the person is qualified sure. or not. Yeah. And the check's in the mail, and I love you, and I think you know the third one. Right. Everybody knows that as long as Mitt Romney gets the vibe that this guy does not want women in control of their own ovaries, he's going to go for it. That's what this is about. That's what it's always been about. They can say it's about anything else, and I really like the strict interpretation, and I'm an originalist and all this other horse shit. It's all about Roe versus Wade. It's always been about Roe versus Wade, and that's the only thing that they care about. They swear to God that they care about other stuff, and they try to go ahead and appease younger voters. No, we're not trying to take away your rights. We don't care about birth control. And the first chance they get, 
the first chance they get to kick the shit out of Roe versus Wade, they take it every single time. And they've been doing it for 47 years. Well, and now yeah. they're on the precipice of doing exactly what they've been wanting to do for four and a half decades. I, I think generally you're right. But there is a, a another school of thought because, remember, there have been a couple of decisions made over the last few years where uh, John Roberts comes in. It's a five to four decision and, and things are saved. And, you know, they have not been very friendly to all these bizarre restrictions that come up. You know, the, the hallway has to be exactly exactly three, three exactly. feet, four inches wide. Right. Or, the parking lot has to have like parking spaces for like yeah, all that shit, the compact cars and all that shit they do. Right. And th- there is a there is a school of thought that uh, someone like this judge, Amy uh, Comey Barrett, is that her name? I think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as uh, as off the wall as as she is Catholic doctrine and all this other crap, um, in the end, might be one of those people that uh, does not vote to overturn, but is friendly to all these choking restrictions that that are thrown uh, right in front of your car. Where mm-hmm. by the way, if you throw enough uh, uh, crap in front of your car, you get into a crash. And you die anyway. Well, it's de facto. Um, it means that women in Mississippi will not be treated like women in New York will be treated, and women in Alabama well, so will the not. Argument, get to... They already aren't. They already aren't. Well, it's going to, okay. but it's so, it's going to codify it. It'll codify it. It'll make it official yeah. that it does depend on where you're born as to whether you have access to health care. That and and that's not the way it should be in the greatest country in the world. Women who live in Arkansas should have the same access to the same stuff that the women in California do, that the women in Minnesota do, that the women in West Virginia do. And if she codifies that, then, yeah, we've taken a real step backward for women. But, you know, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, they're the same, Brad. They're just really the same thing. So that's why it didn't matter. But I think that to have someone testifying to this in public in the next three or four weeks is not a winning hand for Republicans or for women out in the suburbs who Trump apparently is losing in droves. This is not going to bring them back in. No, I, I think you're right this about that. This is not going to bring them back in. And uh, if we know one thing about Donald Trump, he's not what we call a strategic thinker, right? Uh, no. He, cer- he certainly doesn't no. think about two years from now, 10 years from now. He doesn't care about two years from now. He doesn't care about 10 years from he now. Only, he, he might care about two minutes from now. Maybe. I'm not even sure he thinks that. That's when he's out. getting his Diet Coke and his Cheetos. That's when he cares about two minutes from now. And I, I just think that he places the photo op above everything else on every issue. And he wants the photo op, mm. first of all, of the nomination process of her in, being introduced by him. To the public, you know, there's always that that little ceremony that they have. And then he wants to be there at the swearing in. And he somehow thinks that that's a a, a galvanizing turnout driving moment. Well, what is what does that mean? What, what does that image mean to Donald Trump and to his followers? It's it's a shove up your ass to every liberal America. It's a win. It's just a victory. It's it's a, it's a big. I'm I'm holding up a middle finger to the camera for those of you who are watching this on podcast. That's what it is, and that's what he cares about. Now, as far as it being helpful for getting votes out and winning, I don't know. But right. he doesn't care. He just wants the middle finger and the up your ass to anybody who's ever thought about being a Democrat and voting for a Democrat in America. Well, I that, just think there's a big difference between what you said applying right now and being a prospective 
way that Donald Trump would behave from four years ago, where people love that about him. They love that about him. And yes, there are still people that love that about him. There's still people who will show up at his rallies and and get his endorphins going, because that appears to be the only thing that excites him these days, is showing up at these rallies, walking out, clapping like a fucking moron, and, and, and repeating the same bullshit over and over and over again going through the stories of 2016, that glorious night in November. That's all that excites him. Um, and every four years that a president runs for re-election, the topic comes up, do we have Obama fatigue? Do we have Clinton fatigue? Do we have George W. Bush fatigue? And the answer for a lot of people is always kind of yes. Well, if it was always kind of yes, and those guys all got reelected, they all got reelected. Yes, they did. In this case, there's definite Donald Trump fatigue. There's even Donald Trump fatigue among people who say they support him. That's correct. Some of them won't admit it. A lot of them do. And he's, I think, giving them every reason to take that off ramp now and just say, you know, it's it's been a it's been a great four years. You know, we're the Buffalo Bills. We made the Super Bowl four years four in a row. Years, That's yeah. it. It's over. We're we didn't done. Win. Yeah, we're going to have you know, and that, it, it, it's over. Um, I I think it's a it's an overplaying. It, 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 I think the smartest thing to do if they're determined to do this, and they obviously are, is to not hold the final vote until after the election. And uh, even if Trump loses, they can still vote her in. It's well, obnoxious it's, as hell. It will be, but that's, they're um, going to be even more desperate Trump, at that if, point. Huh? That, that's they're be even more desperate at that point. That's going to well, be about saving but, the Republican Party and right. saving the Republican Party by taking women's ovaries away from them is going to be like a huge deal, especially if Donald Trump wins and uh, loses in early November. Exactly. So you, yeah. if you want to make it a referendum on that, go ahead, go all the way. But I I believe if they they finish this off before we get to the uh, election itself, it takes the issue really kind of off the table and uh, gives people that that space to say, yeah, I I want to admit it now to my relatives. I do have Trump fatigue. Well, yeah. And, and move on. Some but, of us had Trump fatigue two minutes into this. Right. Like the right. day after the election, we insisted it was the largest crowd in inauguration history or the day after the inauguration when he insisted he t- right. sent Sean Spicer out there to lie to us and tell us that what we saw was not what we saw. That was when I started to get Trump fatigue. And uh, you place the uh, the six or seven Republican senators in the position all of them of defending the indefensible. That's there right. Is, there is a debate tonight, Tuesday night in North Carolina. It's another Tom Tillis, uh, Cal Cunningham extravaganza. Isn't it amazing how hard you have to look to know that that's happening? Why is it's, that? It's not well publicized. Why State is politics that? People Why don't cover- is that? Well, I, by the way, I've noticed that since I moved to North Carolina in 1987, there's been something. Even when it was covered the- well, it wasn't covered well. And right. now there's nobody left to cover it. There are no journalists to cover that stuff. So <laughs> there, it's a stair step of, of crap that's happened over the years. Yes, so you're I, right about that. So look for that. I mean, you know, it'll, it'll be all, you know, it'll be on like WRAL.com or yeah. probably it's probably on public. TV. I would think so. Look for that. That's that's tonight. Um, uh, 
So, yeah, it's it, the situation is that Mitt Romney has folded and that I, I hope that women across America and I hope the men also I hope, it doesn't have to be just women that care about having, the, you know, the Roe versus Wade struck down because we're closer to it now than we've ever been. And I know that people think that's alarmist and, oh, God, you guys said that in the 80s and you said that in the 90s. And no, oh, this now, is it. it's, it's it's for for real now. But but uh, we have to 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 look inside the. The numbers and Joe Biden has had this massive lead yeah. among women in general forever, and it Coming has not me. it has not changed. Okay, That's right. Right. and uh, now that we're seeing an erosion of women in the the outer suburbs, the inner suburbs of uh, upper midwestern cities, and and probably down through through North Carolina, and and and, and surely in Florida too. Sure. As uh, the Biden campaign is making this decision on on uh, uh, weighing the the loss of some Hispanic voters, Cubans, um, versus gaining the number of women in Florida who are are white and in the sub, you know that's 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 a balancing act for them. And I think Florida is basically a tie right now in the polls. Um, and I, you know, man, Roe versus Wade was in 1973. Holy <laughs> shit! I mean that's a long time ago. That's that's a long time that the country has lived without having what we used to see before 1973. Right. And I remember reading about all of the stories of of women having to travel to different states and girls that would be shunned off to nowhereville and and, and all exactly. That kind of, and we're not going to actually go back to that, but symbolically we are exactly no there's gonna be some people who are not gonna have are. access to it there's especially right. poor women it's gonna be the poor women that are gonna suffer more than anything else because if you're someone who is wealthy and you happen to live in mississippi or you live right. in alabama somebody daddy's gonna have somebody at the country club that's gonna be able to hook you up right that's but not gonna be an issue i you'll think, be okay i think democrats would be making a mistake if they put this issue front and center to the point where they're able to be tagged. Well, that's all they care about is killing babies. Yeah, but see, not, that's, it's that, not a hang, hang on. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not a question of whether that's true or not. It's projection. because all they care about is the abortion thing. That's all the Republicans care of course, about. Of course. <laughs> and then, so they project. Like, and, and, and and by the way, when when you're for a, a woman's right to choose an abortion or have the baby, right? That's not forcing someone to have an abortion versus no. someone who is not allowing you to have the choice. In, in other words, uh, and then we get into the discussion uh, of when, know, when the babies have severe birth defects and right. the brain is growing outside of the skull. And you I, just don't you, want it. Why do you, you have to even you don't you, want you don't want to have that discussion. You have to. You but have to Brett, have that discussion you cannot, Brett, because they you, want to bread. They, Brad, they always want to make it about whether the woman wants to have blue eyes for the kid or not. But it's Brett, always that bullshit. Brett, and you have you to get, knock that down. You cannot if, cede that ground to them. If you get down into the mud with Donald Trump on the intricacies and the physiology well, then he of wins. unborn children. If you're not, if you're not willing to fight the win. fight, then you. Okay. If you're not Just willing to fight the fight, if you're not willing to fight the fight, then you lose. Then he's right, and he's going to get his supreme, and he'll strike it down, and then he'll win. You have well, to fight the fight where it belongs. Well, and you, if they try to make it about whether you want your child to have blue eyes or brown eyes, you have to knock that shit in the mouth and out of the park because that's not what it's about, and it never has been about, and that needs to be told because they've gotten away with that for fifty years now. 
and I'm sick of it. I, I don't want that shit anymore. They don't. It, it's not a decision the government should be involved with. It's a terrible decision. It's, it's a brutal decision for a lot of women and men to make. And the government shouldn't be involved. And we shouldn't be talking about it like they're trying to, oh, they didn't get a girl this time. They wanted a boy. So they're going to go ahead and suck it out and throw it down the drain. That's not what this is about, nor has it ever been about. It's about brutal realities, about sometimes the, the kids having severe birth defects and parents having to go through a lot of soul searching as to whether they want to terminate the pregnancy or not. That ha- that story has to be told, Brad. And I know that sounds like it's getting down in the weeds, but that's what this is about. That's what's on the line in this but, election. But, I say that health care, not abortion, mm. is a much more important issue to lead with. It is. All of the time. And if, do you want Joe Biden getting tied up with words, which he will be, if it gets to, I don't want him to go there. I don't want him to be the lead guy to defend the the, uh, the 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 actual legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and uh, and, and 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 the other Supreme Court justices who uh, voted that in, she didn't vote it in. She came after that, but right. But you get the point. It this isn't about right or wrong. It's about well, how they've got the this is the demagogic issue that Donald Trump wants to run on. He wants to not talk about the coronavirus. He doesn't want to talk about the number 200, which is, where, which which is why you come up. You have a couple of lines for Joe Biden, such as I wish that Donald Trump cared as much about the born as he pretends to care about the unborn. You say that and you knock him on his ass then, then and stop there. That's but, it. But that's you know, that's a that's but, a good way to go. But just think, just think of those speeches that Trump has given over the years, where he gets graphic. He gets really, really graphic about violence. Yeah, and 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 that. So imagine him going down into the toilet. Yeah, but I on, I kind of want to hear him talk about the nine month old babies that are pulled out of their mothers and then butchered. I kind of want to hear that again. I kind of want to hear that speech, that that's happening in places all across America, that there are full grown babies that are being sucked out of their mothers and then butchered because everybody knows. I'm sorry, that doesn't help him. But you know what? I think we've learned one thing. If you're fact checking Donald Trump, you're losing. <laughs> that's not even a fact. He's that's immune like, to fact check. Well, OK, the last last night in, in Toledo, he says that the coronavirus affects virtually nobody. That's the quote from Donald Trump. Well, so do okay. you get in the weeds to talk about that or do you just well, let him get away with that? Well, OK, and I'm, I'm not defending Donald Trump, but that right. is slightly out of context. <laughs> he didn't mean that he was talking about. By the way, he's wrong about it, even in context, because he was going through his young people don't get it. Virtually no one gets. Here's the hang on. Let me finish. So they I got the exact quote. I, got I, the, I know you've got the exact quote. Give the whole give the whole context. It affects elderly people, elderly people with heart problems. If they have other problems, that's what it really affects. In some states, thousands of people, nobody young, below the age of 18, like nobody, they have a strong immune system. Who knows? It affects virtually nobody. It's an amazing thing. By the way, open your schools. Right. He's an idiot. There's not one thing in there that, uh, even if there's a, a, a grain of truth to it, is a good excuse for his complete incompetence and inaction on this and telling Bob Woodward back in February, this fucks this thing's a goddamn killer. It's five times worse than there's nothing. But but you don't want to play the out of context game because it's it's not a winner. You don't you don't need to take him out of context at all. 
Mm-hmm. You can just give the full statement. It's it's stupid. The and- New York Times says that Dr. Fauci, director of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, has rejected that argument. He told CNN just yesterday or just today, rather, that 25 to 30 percent or more of the population has an underlying condition. This is something that you've been hearing a lot on the Brad and Britcast. People will talk about underlying conditions. There are a lot of Americans who are walking around with underlying conditions, such as hypertension or diabetes or heart disease or any number, asthma, any number of underlying conditions. And he says it can be serious to young people. So even if we go ahead and strip out the it effects, practically nobody, the other things that he was saying, he was saying were absolutely right. correct. Absolutely. And, and I think if you argue that in the context of if Donald Trump and his Supreme Court have their way, the chances that you can be stripped of your protection for all of those underlying issues that you just talked about, diabetes and the rest of them, by an insurance company will come back. This idea that uh, we're going to make America great again before Obamacare in health care, yeah, that was so great. Remember how we used to all love our health insurance company? Right. They were so good to us. And then Obama. They came along and just wrecked it. It was so it was so good back then. I it just, was. Yeah. I just yeah. I I just remember the good old days when when I would get fired and we'd have no health insurance. Oh, you get that I Cobra. Have, uh, yeah, yeah. That that's a great one. So that's affordable. Fun. So completely yeah. affordable. Is it really a good yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Three thousand a month for uh, for health insurance. Did back any, then. I would back like then. to know. I would love to know the number of people, the percentage of people who ever took advantage of Cobra. It has to be like around one oh, percent. It's, it's got to be around 1% of human beings who ever did that. Yeah, it, it's pretty small. And and uh, look up and see what year they came up with that. That because, was in the 90s. That was a Bill Clinton thing, I believe. No, I I'm, believe. Not, I'm, I'm not sure. But, but whatever it was, it, 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 if that was the result of uh, what was the failed, oh, what year? That's 1985. So, yeah. 80, 85. Yeah. Oh, during the great Ronald Reagan administration. Ronald Reagan time, that's right. When we were really doing nothing about health insurance Jeez. because – uh, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it sounds uh, like a Republican plan to me here. You yeah. like your health insurance, pay 20 times more for it. Now that you have no job. Yeah. Right. That, that, that sounds like a Republican right. deal to me. <laughs> now that, now that I think of it, that is, that is perfect. That, does, that, 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 is, that is right after. So Reagan gets reelected in, in 84. Yeah. You know, he wins 48 States landslide. Okay. Landslide. And, and this is the Republican answer. Yeah to uh, uh, people getting fired and losing their health insurance. And you know what? They haven't come up with a good idea since then. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. They came up with, really, Obamacare under yeah. a different name. They did. They but then did it was... come up with all those ideas. And then, <laughs> then when the, when the, the black guy put it forward, he totally ruined it by being black. So, yeah. I mean, it was really, it was terrible of him to do that. So my, my point is that, and, and I think that, that Joe Biden has been very disciplined on this. I think he's been very good at even on days when the top story, the absolute top story is the Supreme Court, he comes out and talks about health care. Mm-hmm. And I think the Democrats could do a lot worse than to think, you know, it's only been two years since we uh, used that playbook and won back the House of Representatives in the biggest landslide uh, since the early 20th century in terms of number of uh, seats that switched and uh, the number of total votes that that moved our way. And we did it not by taking the bait of whatever culture war issue was going. Oh, I'm sorry. Remember, it was a caravans coming up from Mexico. Oh, right. To, to right. kidnap your yeah. 
And they, the, 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 to, see, to me, to just argue straight abortion politics right now would be as stupid as it would have been then to, yeah. to, to go with the bait on. But that. you do have to you do have to acknowledge you it. have to. You, but you know what? You let other people do it. Yeah, you, you let other that. groups. Well, that's do it. I, I think you, that's you, where Kamala, I think that's where Kamala Harris is really excellent. That's why you picked her to be your vice president. She can be that, the lead blocker on that. That's where the super the super PACs can can spend a bunch of money. Absolutely. Out there on that. And, and Joe Biden, in a sense, can stay uh, above the fray. He's good at that. He really can. And you can what you said was cor- correct as far as them being the message discipline of that campaign. You can have a, there are a number of, of criticisms you can give to the, the Biden campaign about this, that or the other. The message discipline has been really good. And the message discipline during the Democratic National Convention was very good. And they have stayed on point and done a good job of keeping their message very clean and very straight throughout. They have not been able to send a lot of mixed messages and stuff like that. Um, I, I think that that part of it has been real good for the Biden campaign. And Joe Biden will be visiting North Carolina on Wednesday. Uh, he's coming to Charlotte. And then Donald Trump is coming to Charlotte on Thursday, Brad, to visit swing state North Carolina. I hope they have a better time in Charlotte than we did. Well, so Trump can uh, reminisce about those uh, great days he had there uh, at his convention in Charlotte, if you <laughs> they still don't have a lot of details about uh oh and it says president trump brad on thursday will be discussing health care in america when he visits charlotte he's got a lot of yeah, bona fides you, as they say to, to discuss I, that i am sure that he will be announcing that in two weeks he's going to have that plan yeah the plan <laughs> they've been working on it for three and a half years now haven't yeah. they yeah I'm sure they're going to get it any second now. Well, the, see, you, the, the thing is, you already know what he's going to say. He's going to say that he's already signed an executive order protecting, and I'm, I'm using the exact language that, that morons like Trump use, protecting pre-existing conditions, okay, as opposed to protecting against insurance companies being able to throw you off of your health insurance because of your pre-existing conditions. But he just, he shorthands it and says pre-existing conditions. That is the language of the ignorant. That's what that is. Very odd. Very strange. As the campaign continues to make its way through. And did you, now, were you watching the football game last night with a lot of the ads that were on there? I, I did not watch a lot of football last night. I caught a little bit of it. Um, Congratulations, by the way. Come on. uh, You know what? At least from what I saw, they look like a, for the first time in how many years, Britt, 20? This is the fourth time this century they've started 2-0. Right. (laughs) But this is, but but they they actually looked like a a, a well-coached team. They did. They they did. And I'm not the biggest John Gruden fan, but they were a disaster in that first quarter, and he made the actual adjustments. Yeah, so there were a lot of advertisements, obviously, for uh, politics during during the game, and they're going to continue to do that one. Were those national ads, or were they the local? I saw national and local, and I'm staying – people who are watching on uh, on our feed – Right now, they'll notice that I'm in a different location. I'm up at my mom's house in the mountains. So we're getting a lot of the Lindsey Graham versus Jamie Harrison stuff, in addition to Cal Cunningham versus Tom Tillis. And so they're right on the – they're in the Greenville-Spartanburg television market. So we're getting a lot of the South Carolina stuff. And, of course, Donald Trump is still very popular in South Carolina. There's no question that he's going to carry South Carolina. It's a little bit of a question as to whether he's going to carry North Carolina. So you get a good sampling of the different um, things that are going on. Uh, nationally and kind of the, that Lindsey Graham versus uh, Jamie Harrison race looks pretty interesting. That's a 
That's that's down to the last uh, dog, isn't it? It is. It's going to go all the way. I think Lindsey Graham's going. I think Lindsey Graham, being the snake in the grass that he has been over the past forty eight hours, is really going to win out for him because a lot of people in South Carolina think that women, you know, they had a pretty good run there controlling their own ovaries, but it's time for that to go away. And and who better to decide an issue like that than Lindsey, Lindsey Graham, Graham, a man who was, as far as we know, never been. <laughs> with a woman has he been in the same zip code as an he's never seen the equipment (laughs) let alone ridden the motorcycle this is what lindsey graham knows about the the female reproductive system it's that little thing that looks like a bull that you saw in elementary school that's that's what lindsey graham knows about the female reproductive system remember when he was running for president remember when they said well who's going to fulfill the first lady duties if you're elected president remember what he said his dog? No, it's his sister. Right? The same person he went to prom with. Uh, Apparently, she was going to be the one that was going to take care of all the first lady duties in, in the event that he was elected president. Well, I, I think that Lindsey Graham could be in real trouble. And, and, and here's why. Um, South Carolina is the state that already has one black senator. All right. Yeah, that's right. And, and so this idea that uh, South Carolina is, by definition, um, too racist to kick out Lindsey Graham and put a black. That's that's inoperative. We know we know that's not true. Um, And the argument that Jamie Harrison makes, and I think it's a good one. Again, it's a very disciplined message. It isn't just about we know Lindsey Graham is a liar. We know he's a hypocrite. Roll the tape of him saying, if in the last year a president uh, yeah, nominates yeah. the Supreme Court, I'm not voting for it. That's and right. You can hold me to it and save the tape. You can run that a million times. OK, we get that. We know they're they're hypocrites. But the the idea that Jamie Harrison, from what I've seen, is putting forward Lindsey Graham does not care about South Carolina. He cares more about getting those hits every night with Sean Hannity. Yes, he does. And Laura Ingram. That's than right. Ever does about the people of South Carolina. Mm. And, and and I would guess that if there's ever a guy who, if you track, how often does he come back home on the weekends? Oh, I'll never. bet it's less than, than, than a lot of other politicians. No. I'll bet yeah. it's, it's way few. And Jamie Harrison, who is uh, – Absolutely of South Carolina. He is South Carolina. When you hear him talk, when you well, he's got the Jim Clyburn. Uh, he's got the, that pedigree, right? So, that, and there's a lot of people that identify with that. And uh, did he, uh, the, the Jamie Harrison? I, I think he went to Yale. Yeah, obviously couldn't get into Harvard. He's uh, not smart enough to get into Harvard. <laughs> well, maybe uh, next time, Jamie. Right, right. But um, <laughs> I mean, South Carolina. Look, they had an Indian American governor. They did. They have a black senator. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't say that about probably any other state in the country. You can't. Well, that not, could be another bellwether. On, and I, I think that could be I another bellwether on Election Day. If they if they end up if Lindsey Graham loses and, I, and Donald Trump won't lose. Oh, South my Carolina, God. That would be the greatest thing ever. That would be. The and, best. But I think it could be a bellwether that Donald Trump's in big, big trouble nationally, because that could mean that, you know, I've, I've always said, you know, in addition to watching. Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. You got to look at Arizona and Texas and Georgia. I think if he loses, if Donald Trump loses any one of those states, I think he's done. 
And I think it's very likely that he's going to lose Florida as well. Florida is going to be peace out anyway. It's going to be a landslide at that point. But I think if you lose any of Arizona, Texas, and Georgia, and Arizona looks the best of those, and I think Georgia's probably second, then Texas has always been a long shot. At some point, Texas will fall to a Democratic presidential uh, nominee. I don't know if it's going to be this time. It could be this time, but it's going to happen within my lifetime and probably within the next eight to 12 years. It's going to happen because the Republican Party is now dead. I'd like to see Joe Biden go to Texas. He should go. He should go there. Oh, I think so as well. Uh, Of course, he has to go to 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 Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Michigan. I mean, we we know that, and Florida. But it's it's okay at least once in a while to uh, to to head out to those states. They're they're aspirational states. Uh, They're not they're not guaranteed at all. None of them are guaranteed. But but uh, Texas has been you know, hanging out in front of them for, for years and they never seem to be able to, to close the deal. But because in the last uh, Senate race in 2018, Ted Cruz only won by, was it three points? That's right. Over, over better. To, to me, that marches right along with the national results in the, the uh, house of representatives where there was this big flip. And I keep hearing this this drone of well in 2018 because the senate got a little bit more republican that's the mandate to push through a supreme court nominee yeah i love that as the old bobby van uh uh, comedy show game show was called make me make me laugh absolutely laugh by (laughs) the way a great show and bobby was a good host too he's not really there's still a lot of not related to bobby van steakhouse oh it's a different guy different guy different guy he should have parlayed into that because he could have done well with that whole steakhouse concept you notice that the uh the racist march through alamance county in our area continues to get a lot of national publicity brad over the past uh, 48 hours or so there's a lot of a lot of uh, video of that that's been shared on social media and a lot of people are just horrified and concerned and very surprised that people would be so public in their acknowledgement of white supremacy and their hatred of black people brad All I can say is we used to work there, Sam. <laughs> we did, and we cleaned. We tried to clean the place yeah. up, didn't we? The radio station we worked at was was in Alamance County. We did, and we cleaned the place up. Was there? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Honestly, and it's very sad because that place is not like that. It's not. That represents a small fraction of the number of people who live there. But there is a tolerance for that sort of bullshit that goes on in Alamance County. I know it's been very shocking to people who have seen it nationally, but again. The axiom is true. Not all Trump supporters are racist, but almost every racist is a Trump supporter. Am I right in that? Is that a correct axiom? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're when you're drawing those those Venn diagrams, yes, absolutely. So yeah, it's it's very sad to see that, and it's it's not like that. And there are a lot of people that are questioning about that. But that stuff is going on across America. If you don't think that that shit is happening across America, you're just not paying attention right now. Yeah. Well, I, I think as we sit here today, now it's uh, exactly six weeks God. Uh, until Election Day. Um, and people are voting in a lot of states, including this one, not in person, but by mail. And right. I, uh, uh, I dropped off our ballots yesterday. Okay. And I, I actually went to the post office. And I know this doesn't mean anything unless you think it does. Yeah, I drive up, and and this is uh, uh, the kind of post office where there's 
There's two mailboxes you can drive by this direction. Then the other two are turned around if you come from the other way. That's very convenient. And I and I drive up and there's fucking mail all the way up to the top. Oh, it's piled all the way up. And then the second one piled all the way up to the top. I don't like that. I don't like I that don't at like all. That. Wait. And then so I went the other direction and um, that one was almost filled up to the top so i kind of stuff mine in there but i don't, I don't like, like that i don't I like want, it i don't like the fact that this and this is at a post office this isn't like some yeah. thing that they pick up once a day right not on the side of the street or whatever but it, it just because of what we know yeah we thought well you know, maybe you guys might want to step it up right now just maybe just, so. just just, maybe just for fun step it up yeah. and keep the thing clear so that people right. don't drive away thinking oh fuck somebody's gonna count. reach in there and pull you know you exactly just don't want that right. stop it but because the postmaster general lives just a few miles away from that particular post office oh uh, god yeah, who knows and i'm i'm not saying don't mail your ballot in no you should it'll but... be fine and and by the way the uh uh out of uh, the uh, NNO and WRAL uh, and Wake County says everything is going perfectly smooth. They've had no problems. The mail has gotten, they're doing fine. But I'm, I'm just giving you an anecdotal, annoying experience because it I, is went anecdotal. Out of my, I went out yeah. of my way to say, well, maybe I'll take it right to the post office. That's probably the best place to do it. And then you got freaked uh, out. I mean, I used to that, see that kind of thing on tax day. Remember when tax day used to be on April 15th? And you, I, I've done the thing back when I was in college filing my taxes, and the thing's been jammed up to the rafters. But, geez, I wouldn't expect that on September the 21st or whatever. But that's the point. Yeah. If the thing is filled up now, and you got to believe it's because of ballots. I would think so. Are doing, a lot of people are doing that. So how about, oh, say – stepping it up well you can't because of course lewis DeJoy is mr budget cutter we're going to run this like a business by the way if you ran it like a business the business would step up there and get it done that's true make sure that the customers are not led to believe that they're being screwed or something is going to be happening you know you're right When, when when federal express or ups find that they have more business, you know what they do? They hire more people. They do. Amazon keeps hiring a hundred thousand people at a time. What if they said, "Oh fuck it," you know what? We're done. We don't care. If, you know, you know that two day delivery thing. Fuck no, it. It's now no, two weeks. It's over. Yeah, forget two it. Weeks. Two weeks. You, we couldn't you handle it. it. Right. It's too bad. So, the, it, and, and by the way, think of the if you if if you're at all nervous about the way the postal service runs right now. Just wait till it's private. Oh God! Just, just, just wait till it's private. And, That's true. And because they're not, they would not run it like UPS or FedEx. Okay, they would not. No, they, they would not do it that way. Um, it, it's not going to work. All right, are we? Uh, are we done with today's damage? That's a full lid, as they say in Washington. <laughs> All right. Good. Congrats again on on the Raiders. There. That was a fun win. But that stadium is something else. I, I can't wait to get some fans in there. Well. Uh, it, that that's sad that uh, they can't draw any attendance there though. That, I know. that, that, that <laughs> so, did not look good. Maybe when the team, maybe the team keeps winning, some people will show up for these games. This is, they they got to get the word out. They're they're just not doing any publicity. <laughs> if they would. Hey, what's that big thing? It just showed up near the strip. I don't know. Brad and Brit.com.